The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, Browns fans, it's time to gear up for a pain-free 2022 NFL season for your Cleveland Browns with new friends of the show, Buckeye Law Group. If you've been injured in a car accident, a slip and fall, a work accident, or even if you've been buried into the ground by Miles Garrett or stiff-armed by Nick Chubb, you need to call Buckeye Law Group today at 1-800-411-PAIN. Their attorneys will fight for the money you deserve. Buckeye Law Group's attorneys have recovered over $1 billion for their clients throughout the entire country. So don't make the mistake of calling just any other attorney. Call attorneys you can trust. And best of all, they're Browns fans just like you. Call our friends from Buckeye Law Group at 1-800-411-PAIN. After 911, call 411. That's 1-800-411-PAIN. 1-800-411-7246. That's Buckeye Law Group located at 1300 East 9th Street, Suite 1210 in Cleveland, Ohio. Buckeye Law Group, proud fans of the Cleveland Browns just like you. What's up, Browns fan? This is the infamous Brad Moneymaker, and today the Browns decided to lose by three points once again. How about a sad bark bark instead of a woof woof, because that was a woof of a game. All right, you guys are listening to the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off. Woo! Welcome to the Dogs Podcast. With your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. If you want to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. A big shout-out to Mr. Moneymaker for that intro this week. Brad's a member of the Patreon, so we've been getting to know him over the last few weeks since he's joined. Uh, so we appreciate that intro. Uh, as you heard from Brad, the Browns um, failed in all three phases of the game once again late. We don't know how to play 60 minutes of football, and we gave another football game away. So we're going to give you all our thoughts, not to mention all of your guys' thoughts. We have a lot of voicemails to get to today. Before we do, I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts if you prefer to just listen to the show. Lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on our Patreon page. I want to shout out the Patreon. It's really picked up a lot, I'd say, in the last two months. ton of fun people in there. Game days, we got threads going on in the Patreon. There's also a private Discord for Patreon members. That thing is always going off. I'm telling you, if, if you're ever just sitting there in the middle of the week and you have a brown slot in your head and you're like, I wish there was somebody to talk to about this, Join the Patreon and jump in the Discord. You post something in that, you're going to get 50 replies from all across the earth 
within minutes. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it's popping off all the time. Um, you get an extra episode every week. It's just a ton of fun. Mixed game day is a lot more fun. You got somebody to just vent to, cry with, laugh with. It's just a lot of fun. Browns fans all over the world. So if you're looking for more content, join the dogs.com, become an official dog pack member. So we want to get into this game today. The Browns lost another one, a heartbreaker um, to the Los Angeles Chargers. 30 to 28. They literally tried to give us the game. I uh, We're going to get to your guys' voicemails here real quick, but I, I just want to preface this by saying I'm on the record on this show saying I think Staley is a terrible coach, one of the dumbest coach football coaches I've ever seen, and he did exactly what he always does, Yep, <laughs> and we still couldn't win the game. I could not believe they went for it, and then I couldn't believe we stopped them, <laughs> and then I, I can't believe we lost. <laughs> Like, I was just, for five, ten minutes, I was just in utter disbelief. I know. When we first got in the studio, I told Justin that, you know, whenever we stopped them, and, I you know, you see where we are on the field. It's I said, like, we don't even need a yard. Well, I know, but I was just, even then, I was like, five yards. If, if we yeah. get ten yards, this is an easy easy kick. And then uh. the first play we run goes backwards. It's like, oh, uh-oh. Yeah. What did you guys think of the play calling there? A lot of people are complaining the end, about it. Not it, good. I So, <laughs> the, big, the big one to me where I just kind of, like, Obviously, the run, I was like, eh. But the one to me, we're chucking it deep. That's it. DPJ. The DPJ. And, the, and I'm that, like, why? what the hell are we doing? Well, I think you have to, to be very careful, though, because, like, one pass to the middle of the field and something happens, game over. We don't even get to try a field goal. Absolutely. I, and I get that, but it's first and 10, and you have had, Nick Chubb. Yeah, but we had no and time. And Nick Chubb wasn't even in there. That's what I, I couldn't believe, because Nick Chubb's ripping off. I mean, what was he yesterday? Per yards per carry? How many? How many seconds were left though when we got the ball back? It doesn't matter. We ran the I ball. I know. Anyway. I looked at the clock and it was like fifty seconds. Yeah, it wasn't. Was like, it wasn't much, but we ran the ball. But we ran it outside with Cream Hunt instead of just lining up Nick Chubb and letting him go right up the middle and you know chunk off five yeah, yards. When we threw that pass to DPJ, there was twenty four seconds left. Like, so I mean, I get it. I don't know. It's just it's his confusion. After the first run, which you might not have liked the first run, I don't think we could, like, throw the ball in play, really. Because then you're taking – if we catch it in the middle of the field, we go up to run, spike it or something, and nobody's set, and then there's a 10-second runoff, and then we don't get the field goal unit on. Here's the thing. The play calling might not have been fantastic. Mm -hmm. It was only a 53-yarder. We're talking about Cade York, how he has – he can make 70-yard field goals. Mm -hmm. It's a 53-yarder. I watched Justin Tucker made a 53-yarder in last night's game for the Ravens in the advanced metrics. I don't know if you guys saw this. They figured out so where the goalpost would be. He kicked it so dead nuts in the in the uprights <laughs> uh -huh. that if the if the goalposts were only a half a yard wide, it still would have been good. Wow. He's he good. Kicked, he kicked it literally right that's how center down the middle. Down the middle it was. He would have made it in a half a yard goalpost mm. so i don't think i know and people are like he's a rookie we shouldn't we drafted him in the fourth round to make those kicks and he has one job i mean i'm, I'm <laughs> yes. sorry yeah. it's you got to make your kicks i mean and then that, the, the, you're the, a kicker and he missed the one earlier yeah exactly. and he's missed multiple extra points this year yeah it's starting to get bad like or i feel like early on a couple games ago we we're giving him a pass here pass there I'm done giving the kid excuses. I, the rookie thing only goes so far. You're, you're a kicker. It's all you did through college. It's all you've done all summer. It's all you've done all camp. It's all you do ever. Yep. Make your kicks. Well, and here's the thing is, 
uh, you can he can blame the stadium. First of all, it was not windy down there, at least no. not according to the flags. There was no wind, bro. And second of all, other teams' kickers who don't practice here come here and make their kicks. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw this stat. Brown's opposing kickers are now 35 of 37 on field goals since 2021. Teams just don't miss kicks against Cleveland. York has missed as many field goals yesterday as Brown's opponents have missed in the last 22 games. When playing the Browns, opposing kickers are 3.3% more accurate than Justin Tucker in his career. Wow. What? Yeah. Next level. People just do not miss against the Browns. So you can't use kicking in Cleveland as the excuse for all these guys. Other teams who don't ever play here, except for maybe once a year, once every five years, are coming here and making their kicks. I wonder if it's so much of like the the narrative that oh, kicking in, in First Energy Stadium is so tough that these guys just get it in their head and they and they overthink it. I don't know. Can we just get like because, a special teams coordinator to like maybe teach them some things? Well, that'd or something? be great. <laughs> I'm just saying it's like it's a constant with every kicker that comes here. We have the same problem. But like you just said, kickers that come here on other teams don't have that problem. No, they. They're not overthinking it. They're just out there to kick at an Do away their game. job. DYJ, yeah. they call it. Yeah. That's right. So, <clears throat> a lot of frustrating things, which I'm sure you guys are going to tell us all about. Um, well, we're going to hear about it. Again, yep. we got we got a lot of voicemails to get to today, so we're not going to talk much. We're going to let you guys run the show. Um, again, we appreciate all the voicemails we're getting and the intros. It makes these post-game uh, episodes way more fun than the last previous seasons we've been doing this. Um, so, keep it up. TheDogsPodcast.com. Tap, leave voicemail, the drop-down menu. Continue to leave us your thoughts after the games. It's a lot more fun. All right, so we're just going to start off with, um, I told you guys about this voice, these voicemails okay. before yes. the show. So caller calls in, positive vibes, guys. Stay positive. Here are all the mm-hmm. good things from the game. I mean, this is just like Browns fan to a T, right? Justin Charles in it, they call he that. Ca- he calls back a little bit later and <laughs> says, all right, I've been drinking. Oh. This team sucks. I mean, you just... Just listen. This is this is pretty good. But here's the positive stuff first. Hey, what up, fellas? Uh, today was disappointing. They didn't win, but uh, this is one of those games that actually gives me kind of some hope. You know, we were expected to just be blown out, and they were supposed to dice us all the way up, and they couldn't do it. We played well offensively. We did everything we were supposed to do. You know, um, except for that one play with Cream Hunt where he got stopped behind the line. We did everything that we were supposed to do, you know, on fourth down instead of going for it. You know, we actually tried to kick a field goal. It just didn't work this week. Um, I think if we continue to play this way, those teams that we just don't think we're going to win against, I believe we have a real chance. Um, normally, I would call them like, hey, just talk about this and what we did wrong and what we did wrong. But I believe that uh, the energy you put out in the world is the energy you're going to get back. So let's put some good energy towards our guys so that next week they can go ahead and do what they're supposed to do. Okay, so then Eric had a couple drinks. and yeah. uh, Was that kid, kid Cuddy called in there? Changed his mind about <laughs> that. Sending out those positive energy vibes. I love that. So here, here's the callback. Hey, fellas. Um, I know I said I wanted to put some positive energy towards our guys, but uh, I've been drinking. <laughs> and um kind of irritated with the fact that uh, every team that we play so far, whatever their worst statistics, statistical feature is uh, they've had their best game against us with that feature. The Chargers were the worst in the NFL when it came to rushing attack, and they tore us up. Mitchell Trubisky, who was trash, had his best game against the Browns. The Falcons had a practice squad running back dice us up 
Baker Mayfield, I mean, come on. We let him look like he actually was a good quarterback. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's very, very irritating to watch the people that you love do so terribly. What are your thoughts? What do you, what do you think we should do to, to stop the run? Because obviously that's the thing that kills us in every game. That and the fact that we can't seem to kick a field goal when it matters or not get a penalty on third down or, you know, put any pressure on the quarterback. What do you think? <laughs> no, did we get a name there? For the do we get a name on that caller? Eric. Okay. So Eric, I feel second it, voicemail is much more my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First of all, that was excellent. So yeah, we appreciate absolutely, that. Man. Um man, where to even begin? As far as he said, like the the players the what the team is bad at, they come in and then that's what they do well against the Browns. I feel like we've been seeing that for three years. Yeah, Three they, years we've been watching this. They said yesterday that the Chargers, what, had 17 straight games without a 100-yard rusher. Yeah. And Austin Eckler won over 100 yards in the first quarter. Uh, so yesterday, right? Is that what collectively. He averaged 10.8 yards per carry. Ugh. This is the second it was week at in 200 a row. yards on the day. Yeah. This was the second week in a Rushing. row that we've had a running back average over 10 yards a carry against us. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> they had uh, four games where they ran for 253 yards collectively. Uh, the Chargers ran for 273 yesterday against us in one game. And yeah. it wasn't like, I don't wrong, Austin Eckler, he is special. But, but when he you had, think of him, he's a catch were, screen. He's not a a legit, I don't. I wouldn't call him He's not in between the tackles running. Correct, no, and yeah. he hasn't been, quote unquote, super special a couple of the games already this year. That's fair. Other teams can, but not the Browns, man. Like you said, 10, that's crazy. 16 carries, 173 yards, and a touchdown. Um Gosh. It's it's embarrassing. What he says too to stop the run. Now we just signed the linebacker. We traded for the linebacker. What's his name? Deion Jones. Deion Jones, for, uh, Pro Bowler for the Falcons, on IR. We'll see what he can give us. He's supposed to come off IR soon. Mm-hmm. I guess his Pro Bowl season was kind of a few seasons ago. Maybe a little bit of a drop off. That's why we were able to get him cheap. Um, he's going to be playing for Joe Woods, so we'll see. Yes, so he'll regress. Um, he's going to be better <laughs> than Phillips. I know we were kind of high on Phillips this year. He is. Dog, he is terrible. Yeah. Mm. He, he is out of position almost all the time, and if he is in position in that rare instance, he will miss the tackle. I almost wanted to play a game the other day having something to do with, like, how many missed tackles we had. Oh, don't. <laughs> but that whatever game I came up with was going to be a bad idea, yeah, so I just gonna, didn't yeah. do it. Plus, I can't count that high. Um, yeah, he, a lot of arm tackling. He's bad. We're out of position. Mm-hmm. Um, are, there's 106 eligible defensive tackles in the National Football League to be graded by Pro Football Focus right now. Two of our defensive tackles are 106 and 105th. Okay, cool. So there, there's oh. part of the problem. Yeah. And, and I'm going to 100% say this. Andrew Barry deserves some of the blame here. I do not. We've been saying for a long time, why does this team devalue middle linebacker and defensive tackle? You can't devalue both. Mm-hmm. Right. I've never heard of a defense where the plan is to be weak up the middle. Yeah. Yeah. The whole way up the middle. Yep. All the way up the middle, we're going to be weak. I've never even heard of that. So Andrew Barry, even though I think he's a very good GM and he's kind of like a salary cap wizard, we stole Amari Cooper, all that good stuff. This is this is bad. Th- yes. There's no way that this could be acceptable. We cannot have the two worst defensive tackles in all of football. Starting for us. Now, one of them is not a starter. It's Elliott and Tagai, and then Taven Bryan's a little bit better, but he's not he's not much better. No. And and Miles, 
Uh, I heard I heard last week they torched us running the game the ball because Miles and Clowney were out. Where both those guys were back and they torched us even worse. Yes, they did. And I know Miles is coming off. He had, he was in the car accident, so you know we're happy he's okay. His effort sucks. And you you did this with Baker a lot last year. Like if you're on the field, we're going to hold you to the standard Correct. that we need to hold. You. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you're good enough to play, you should be good enough to play. And if you can't play, get off field. I went back and looked at his stats since week two. So since the Jets and the um, and then the Steelers and then this game because mm-hmm. he didn't play against the Falcons. No sacks, right? Uh, one oh, sack. Oh. And five tackles. Yeah. He had two tackles yesterday. Two wow. of them were yesterday. Wow. Yeah. So one sack and five tackles in the last three games he's played. That's How it. is that? That is not elite? being elite. That is not being a defensive player of the year. That's not even being the best defensive player on our team. Our team. Nope. Yeah. <clears throat> that is that is pitiful. That That is awful. It's real bad. It. I told Josh, like, I'm watching the game. And if I didn't know any better, I wouldn't even know he was out there. No. Now, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I told him, I said... That he gets double teamed. They literally schemed away from him the whole time. So at some point you would think, first, let's try switching something up schematically or stop setting four because it didn't work all game. Again, it's the same philosophy over and over. And it just continues. Not only are we getting, I mean, we were better yesterday, I guess, a little bit against the throw, but we're getting bullied so hard at the line that by the time linebackers come up to make a tackle on the running back, they're already six yards deep. So no kidding that we're getting we're giving up six, seven, eight yards a run. We get no push up front. And then I mean our our linebackers are coming up to make tackles mm-hmm. damn near where it's a first down already. If you if ever, they make the tackle. You watch our right. two interior guys. I was watching some plays yesterday. They get driven. It's like a middle school football game. Yeah, they get bullied. they get pushed like six, yes. seven yards back. Yes. And then if we run, if they run away from Miles, he takes the playoff. He yes. does not try to, to to get it from the backside. And people will argue about that, but it's true. It's true. Watch the game, yep. and then and then a lot of times, team will just in order to negate his pass rush, they'll just run at him. Mm-hmm. And it's not like and then he's not dominating there in the run game. He has five tackles. In three games, he's supposed to be a defensive player of the year candidate. By the way, his one sack in the last three games was against the Jets on the play yeah. where they just didn't block him. That's he didn't right. do anything yeah. sweet. They just he had a, free had a yeah. blown offensive line assignment in pass pro, and he just didn't get touched and blocked, and he got a sack. That's his only sack since week two. You're right. It's well, terrible. Here, Here's a voicemail from Stacy talking about just that, the no pass rush. Hey guys, it's Stacy here to comment on the disappointing loss against the Chargers. Yeah, that one hurt a lot, especially for me because it did happen to come on my birthday. Uh-huh. So we weren't able to get a birthday. Happy win, birthday, Stacy! Really unfortunate, but overall, we just had no pass rush. I mean, let's be honest, we had zero pass rush the entire time. We have Miles Garrett and we have Jadavian Clowney both back, and we're all excited. Oh, we're gonna get bunch of sacks this game miles definitely gonna break his record no we couldn't even get freaking pressure on the guy so that was ridiculous especially against a rookie or backup uh, offensive lineman for the chargers that's Mm -hmm. insane joe woods you just suck so bad Um, but besides that point it was just unfortunate to see the interception from Brissett at the absolute worst time when he 100% could have just ran that in for a touchdown. Oof, I mean, yeah. if you rolled the play back, it's, he had a wide open lane. I think it was Peoples-Jones out there blocking for him. So, yeah, he had a wide open lane to the end zone. Not sure why he took it. And, of course, I think that might have ended up costing us the game. And then on top of it, 
my man Cade, who I had so much faith in coming into this week, misses two field goals. That was even more depressing because I ended up getting that I love Cade York shirt uh, for my birthday. So now I kind of just want to burn that shirt. (laughs) Don't burn it. Yeah. I mean, overall disappointing. Once again, I guess we'll wait till next week. Said every great, Browns fan yeah, ever. Yeah. <laughs> There's I'm not always burning next my week. I love Cade uh, York t-shirt quite yet. Um, the the no pass rush thing. So Joe Woods, in my opinion, he has to go. The Browns are 30th in defensive efficiency this year. Yeah, 30th. They're the 30th ranked defense with Joe Woods, and we. It's to me, it's it's the Baker Mayfield all over again. So Baker, we we saw him in 2019. He was awful. And then he came back in 2020, and he was terrible early. And then he had a good a good last 10 games, and we we're like, okay, he figured it out. And then he came back, and he sucked. And we we're like, okay. it's Joe was the same thing. He yes, was awful. Right. Yep. He was awful. And then we got him as players. We were terrible last year to start the season for the first six, seven weeks. Buttoned it up down the stretch, and we we're like, okay, Joe Woods figured it out. Back to being awful. So it's consistency. And it's his, it's his entire philosophy on defense. And if you don't have the guys to fit the scheme that you want to run – then change your scheme yeah. to fit your players. You're a coach for Christ's sakes. Mm-hmm. That's what you're getting paid. You do not try to put square pegs in round holes. You mold your ideas and your philosophies to what you have. And the problem is you've been here for three years now. We, I know for a fact we drafted guys that you had input on in these drafts. Yeah, you go back and watch building the Browns the last two years when we're drafting these defensive players, and he's all pumped when we're picking these guys <laughs> to do what? So you can ruin their careers? It, it, <laughs> it is terrible. You cannot just send four all the time if your two interior defensive linemen are ranked 105th and 106. Thank you, preach, brother. Preach you can't it. keep in, in at some yeah. point. Maybe that's what you want to do, but at some point in the last three freaking years, you would be like, that's not working. So I'm going to change it up. Everybody who plays in his system gets worse. We've been over this a million times. I cannot think of one player who has thrived under Joe Woods, who's come in and just blossomed into a great defensive player. JOK is regressing. John Johnson is regressing. Miles Garrett has no drive. He is regressing. Delpit. Delpit looks lost. Denzel Ward looks like he got paid, and he's up and down all the time now. Mike, Mike Williams just had his way with him yesterday. Yeah, it's an, in his defense, Mike Williams dwarfs him. Yeah, but, but still. Uh, and it's just, it's terrible. And I know a lot, of pe- a lot of people are screaming, well, the players have to go out and execute. I 100% get that. But if the coach can't get them to do that, that's part of his job. Part of his his job isn't just X's and O's. It's also inspiring the guys, getting them to buy in and do what they're supposed to do. Well, he obviously isn't doing it. Let's use a very simple example of this. Like, if the Ravens had tried to make Lamar Jackson play like Joe Flacco, he never would have been anything. Yes, that's But fair. instead, Greg Roman shaped and changed that entire offensive mindset around Lamar Jackson to his strengths, what he does best, Throwing wasn't his best attribute whenever he was a rookie. It's still not probably his greatest one. He's his rushing. His rushing is, is crazy. So yeah. they make sure they feature that and make that, you know, doable for him. Yes. And, and people say the players got to play. Well, here here's an example. The Cowboys were the worst defense ever. Mm, yeah. And all they did was bring in Dan Quinn. And now look at the adding Michael Parsons helps. But Absolutely. we have a Michael Parsons. So yeah, we should. Yeah. So. Uh, just look at the collegiate level. Ohio State's defense was awful last year. 
it's a ton of the same guys this year. Yeah. And, and now you bring in Knowles, and now Ohio State's defense, it's still not amazing. They're still working at it, but it's top 15 in like every major statistical. It is light years better than it was last year. Because And all they do is change one guy. Yeah, it's definitely the coaching. And I told Justin when we first walked in today, I said, all right, I am now at that point. Fire Joe Woods because it can't get any worse. No, and people are saying, well, yeah, but if you fire him and like you make Howard, uh, D'Anthony Bell's guy, the defensive coordinator, he's just a Joe Woods guy. He's just going to keep running this. Not true. That Just because he coaches under Joe Woods doesn't mean he has all the exact same ideas and plans. Freddie Kitchens coached under Todd Haley. We fired Todd Haley, and Freddie Kitchens didn't come out and run Todd Haley's offense. Right, and you got to think whoever they do appoint to that position, they're, they're going to say, like, you need to fix this. Yeah. And, well, okay, what well, the guy before me was doing got him fired, so maybe I'll do something different. Correct. It, 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 like you said, it can't. it's not going to – we're 30th. Yeah. So what's going to – we fire him and go to 32? Oh, big whoop. Yeah, I mean, what are they going <laughs> to rip off, 10.5 a carry? Like, Yeah, it's it, it's just got to be done. And I, and I also put some of this on Stefanski. Because I he is uh-huh. he is a genius, in my opinion, like in terms of blocking. We're still facing loaded boxes and nobody can stop our run. Right. And he he's does he make a couple maybe like boneheaded calls throughout the game? I'm not arguing that. But overall, we're fifth in the league in offense with a backup quarterback and one wide receiver. Okay. Uh but he's a head coach, not just an offensive coordinator. You have to man yep. up, grow a set, and go tell Joe Woods hey, you don't get to coach here anymore. I'm tired of watching this. And you can do it to Prefort, too, on your way yeah. if his office is on the way. You don't have to talk to him very long. Just say, go. Yeah. One word. Because yeah. those two units just keep costing the Browns. And a little off topic, Kevin Stefanski should win, like, a, a Nobel Peace Prize or a Medal <laughs> of Honor or something for the fact that he drugged Baker Mayfield the way he did and got what he got out of Baker, and now he's getting this out of Jacoby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... The guy's an offensive wizard. But I, I'm with you, and I was talking to somebody on YouTube in the comments actually about this, like, and because they made the comment, I said I, I totally agree. Like Stefanski, you're you're making a really strong push for a really good offensive coordinator position someday, but you're going to lose your head coaching privileges if you don't get this entire team under wraps. Because, yeah. like you just said, the defense, the special teams, those all fall under you too, not just the offense. Yep. So I, if he's putting all his trust in Joe Woods, saying, "Well, I'm leaving it to you. I trust you," he needs to fix that because it's not working. Yes, and that's all. That is on Kevin. Yes, he. So there's there's blame to go to AB for the some of the defensive roster decisions, and there's blame on Stefanski mm-hmm. for not saying, "Hey, I need to take some over. I'm the head coach, not just the offensive coordinator." Right. And I'm a Kevin Stefanski guy. Yeah. Oh no, this. But is I, not, I love him. But, but it's still on him to be a head coach. Yep. So that's not working. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. So go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. 
From tailgate parties to busy weeknights, the flavor experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to savor all the flavors of fall. With their mouth-watering assortments of perfectly aged steaks, ultra-juicy burgers, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Right now, take advantage of 50% off site-wide by shopping their semi-annual sale. This sale only happens twice a year, and it's on now with 50% off delicious customer favorites. And when you use promo code DOGS at checkout, take an additional $30 off of your order. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter DOGS at checkout, and stock up on fall flavor today. Omaha Steaks is perfect for those chilly and busy fall nights with entrees ready before the kids can say what's for dinner. And don't forget to use the promo code DOGS at checkout to score an extra $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life. Guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. Promo code DOGS at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Now let's get back to the show. Oh, I feel like we just become broken records out here. Every week we just say, hey, can I said last week, can we just send the house? What? Just one play. Yeah. Just, it, just see what happens. Just start Just start doing something. To, if we start getting beat over the top every now and then because we're blitzing so much, at least we're creating some havoc. Maybe yeah. we'll force a turnover or something. I, I'm tired of dying by a thousand cuts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just letting them just cut us. One... Five yards here, eight yards here, seven yards here. Busted coverage, 95 yards. Yeah. The, we've given up more 99-yard drives under a Joe Woods defense than all the rest of the teams combined, I would bet. I'd bet my house. I feel like I say it all the time, just can't let them go 99 here. Five minutes later, they're celebrating their touchdown. Yep. Uh, Khalil called in, and I forget what he asked exactly. We might have already answered, but he's talking about Stefanski's job here. What's up, Browns fans? This is Khalil, and I have one major topic to talk about, and that is people on social media asking for Kevin Stefanski's job, or at the very least, asking him to give up play calling. That call me crazy, guys, but I think having a head coach give up play calling that's been top five in offense this season, doing it, did it with two very average quarterbacks, is a crazy thing to do. But what do I know? But yeah, I, people want him fired, so I guess we should just do that, right? I don't think we should even judge Kevin Stefanski until he gets a full season with Deshaun Watson. Again, his play calling at times is very questionable, but to ignore the defense's defensive issues, to ignore the terrible interception from Jacoby Brissett, to ignore the two missed field goals from Cade York is kind of crazy, and just putting the blame 100% on the head coach is also a crazy thing to do. Now, if you find a head coach that's correct 100% of the time, some way, somehow, I will find a million dollars. I'll ruin my credit score. I'll take out loans. I'll rob banks, rob grandmas. Oh, man. I'll grandmas. figure it out to give you a million dollars, and I'll give it to you right on the spot. But until he gets a full season with an elite quarterback and Deshaun Watson, uh, I'm not going to judge him until then. Anyway, thank you guys, and have a good day. Peace. Well put. I, so I agree, but I disagree. I think that, I mean, yes, offensively, I don't want to judge anything too much until we see Deshaun Watson, but like we just talked about as a whole team. I mean, he, he's over the, he's coached the whole team, not just the offense. So. Correct. But don't argue with these people about calling for Stephanie's job on the, you. It's like talking to a wall. It's the guys that said that uh, Baker was better than Deshaun. It's just, don't even uh, waste your time. I, I'll waste my time for you. Cause I got the time sometimes, uh, <laughs> but just, just don't even, it's the most ig- ignorant thing. We scored 28 points. Yeah. Right. Again, can he have a questionable call here and there? Yes, obviously the fourth and one that was a where he didn't call. QB sneak it is mind boggling. But to earlier me. in the game on a third and one, he, the QB sneaked it the for only first thing, down. I'm like, that's 
That's exactly right. The only mm-hmm. thing I can think is we came out in a formation, and it, I thought we were going to QB sneak it. And just before we said hut, the Chargers popped a timeout. So the only thing I could think is he was like, well, they know what's coming now. They're going to adjust to that. So I'm going to try something. To, so every once in a while, he's so smart. It's like he outsmarts himself. Like, bro, it doesn't matter if they know it's coming. We have Do it. two Pro Bowl guards. Just run the QB. You have two Pro Bowl guards and a big, strong quarterback. Just It doesn't matter if they fine. know it's coming. Just mm-hmm. do it. Th- that didn't cost us the game. Mm-mm. No. That didn't cost us the game. Okay? And I know the play calling at the end of the game might have been a little suspect. That being said, it was still a, just a 50. Do you think Jim Harbaugh? Uh, or John Harbaugh worries about 53-yard field goals? No. Never. Mm. No. Nope. So like, just it, keep it under 70 and I'm good. Yeah. It, again, he the play calling might not have been perfect, but at the same time, he didn't do anything to cost the game. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to look back at the game, I think, and, and say like, oh, this play cost us the game or that decision, that play call, whatever. To me, what cost us the game was the 10 yards of carry that we just let them have anytime they wanted. And we had the lead so many times. Yeah. And every time we get it, the, the defense just lets them go right down. They and said take it was back. the most lead changes in any game in the NFL right. this season. So I will far. say this, like, if I, there's going to be any kind of defense of our defense, <laughs> I thought... They played well in the red zone. They, they, they had some stops where we, in the past, that would have been seven. When we would have just been like, okay, I guess we're down four now. And they they made some stops... They made them, you know, kick three. So in in that regard, I'll say, okay, so we gave up 90 yards or whatever on a run. Okay, well, we held them to a field goal. There were moments, the the Brissett thing with the interception, like that one, that one was painful just because I thought he played a very, very good game. And all I saw was, well, we're running this in. At worst, we're getting a, we're going to get a first down. He had a higher QBR than Justin Herbert yesterday. And so, like, is there a little bit of blame? Does he want that back? I'm sure. I don't know what he saw there because from where I was at, I was like, oh, well, that wasn't it. But I think, <laughs> and it sucks to put this all on on Cade York, but come on, man. I think. Come on, bro. Make that kick. Make one all, of those kicks. All three phases, though, I think had a hand in this loss. So fair. I think the yeah. defense, I think the defense obviously is awful. There's no defense for this defense. They did play decent in the red zone a few times. Still gave up 30 points. Yep. Okay. Yep. They were terrible. Offensively, we scored 28 points, but again, the Brissett pick, terrible. And then special teams again, two missed field goals. All three phases did enough did something to help us lose this game. So it's not just on the this game wasn't solely the defense. It wasn't solely all three phases contributed to the suck. But and but that's a, a theme now that we're seeing well, week to week. We're yes. seeing it week to week. And at, like you said, I think I don't want to say blame it all on Stefanski, but I think that there does have to be some ownership. And then you would hope that that would just get corrected. But I worry that it'll just be more of the same. Yeah. I mean, I just I worry that it will be that same. Well, philosophies. I, I wish Stefanski would hire a defensive coordinator who has maybe been a head coach before. Like, like Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, Wade Phillips, yeah. Brian Flores. One of these guys who's been in charge of a team, understands what Kevin Stefanski is dealing with as a head coach, and can kind of just – you. Kevin can know that the defense is under good hands because this guy is elite. He's been a head coach. He knows this stuff. Like what Sean McVay did when he was a brand-new coach and he was going to be calling the plays – his defensive coordinator was Wade Phillips. Mm-hmm. So he, he knew defense is under in good hands. Yep. I wish, I mean, the Joe Woods experiment, it's got to be done. It's got to be. 
Um, so this voicemail from Jonathan kind of goes along with what you were just saying about all three phases losses. He's just talking about how we're just not closing out games. Well, what's up, Browns fans? This is Jonathan in Columbus. There goes another Sunday shot to hell. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we need to freaking make it through the final two minutes of a game. Like we're getting a little better at lasting longer throughout the game and not blowing it in the fourth or third quarter. But every freaking game, can we stop finding ways to lose? If we're not shooting ourselves in the foot, like, I don't know, like, is Deshaun going to get us through the final two minutes? Because something needs to, I'm, I don't know what's left to do, man. Browns is the Browns, I guess. Jeez, a Pete. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> trust me, man. I get it. I get it. Uh, 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 interesting thing, kind of like what he said. Does Deshaun get us to the final two minutes? I saw some things on Twitter saying, even though Jacoby's played well, the Browns are probably five and zero with Deshaun. I don't know about that because Jacoby didn't cost us the Jets game, right? You know what right. I mean. Now he did throw the pick. And does Deshaun throw that pick? I don't know. But at the end of the day, it didn't matter who the quarterback was. The defense still gave up the busted play, and then. The special team still gave up the onside kick, and then the defense still gave up another touchdown. Right. But you also have to think, we were actually talking about this with the Patreon people a little bit. The The offense is extremely efficient right now. I think when Deshaun gets here, it's going to remain very efficient and also become explosive. explosive. Yeah, That's the thing. So we talk about, well, how would those games have ended if Deshaun was – they might they would have been completely different because we might have been up by two scores – before two minutes, you know, we Jets might have been three, had to be three scores. Yeah, I mean, you just you just don't know because he, as good as Jacoby has been playing and as well as this offense is running, Deshaun Watson is an elite quarterback. That's yep. why he got paid what he got paid. That's why we traded what we traded. Correct. Yeah, that's fair. So it's, it's going to be a completely different story when we get him, but it just sucks that that story is coming off of now we're two and three instead of potentially five and oh, four and one, something a little bit better than what we have to work with. Yeah. But trust me, man. the 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 final two minutes thing to me that's leadership. Yeah, yeah. There, there's no. I, I just don't. I think Jacoby's a leader on the offense. I would say Nick Chubb's kind of your silent leader. Amari Cooper's a little bit of a Nick Chubb type. It's a receiver position, mm -hmm. but I think the offense has some leadership. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I think the defensive side of the ball has none. Well, you know, if we're going to Anthony talk Walker was the closest thing, and he's he's not there anymore. Hey, Browns fans, let's just take a quick break in the action to talk about Raycon's everyday earbuds. These earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me, Raycon's give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. So go to buyraycon.com today. Use code TPPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TPPN15 at buyraycon.com. Score yourself 15% off today. Buyraycon.com, code TPPN15. I've got a lot more voicemails about how garbage our defense is and all this kind of stuff, but maybe we just take a quick minute and talk about the positives on offense. I mean, yeah. Nick Chubb, oh. best running. I mean, you can't argue it now. He's he's got to be the best running back in the league. I mean, one hundred and ten scrimmage yards, I believe, in all five games so far this season. Browns running back Nick Chubb, first player in NFL history to rush for five hundred and seventy-five yards and seven TDs on fewer than a hundred carries through the first five games of a season. How many has he got? Ninety. 
I'm not Three? sure. 93? Something like that. I saw it earlier. Somebody, 90 some carries, somebody in, yeah. Yeah, somebody in our group text sent it. I thought it was 93. So he's unreal. he's unreal. Yeah, I mean, as long as he stays healthy, I mean, the rushing title's his. Who knows how this season goes? I mean, he could be an MVP talks. Off the way he's scoring. I don't know. I don't know if he'll be MVP because I don't know if we're going to win enough games. Well, but, but Derrick Henry was, year. you know, two thousand yards and what close to twenty touchdowns or something. I mean, Nick Chubb can do that. I agree. And yeah. I think he's on pace to do it. It was um, ninety-eight carries. I'm sorry, ninety-eight. Guys. Okay. I mean, still. And I would like to. I mean, David Njoku looks like he's he's here. You know, yeah, he's mean? played really well. Yeah. Uh, two of the last three weeks. Yeah. And well, like you said, he plays well every game, but sometimes he's just called upon to block. And yeah. Either way, I think he is playing his role. Very excited very to see well. him with Deshaun. Yes. yes. Very excited. And I love seeing him make plays and then the the emotion afterward where he gets very amped. Yeah. I, I could just – like, that's good energy for the offense too. Mm-hmm. I, just think, I just think the offensive side of the ball, like I said, it has Chubb's a leader. I would even say Njoku's – Njoku, in my opinion, is kind of like – what it means to be a Cleveland Brown. Mm-hmm. It, he wanted out, and then they got him to buy in. He fired an agent so he could come back, and now he's all in on this team. He does yeah. whatever they ask him, and he does it very well. I, I'm a big David Njoku fan. And I think our uh, Ethan, is it Posich? Yep. Posich. Mm-hmm. I think he's playing well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Callahan, I mean, it's it's at the point now. They used to say any running back would get 1,000 yards with Mike Shanahan. It's almost yeah. like any offensive lineman will play at a Pro Bowl level under Callahan. I think that's right. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, offensively, I know a lot of this episode, and I feel bad for everybody listening watch. I know we've been negative, negative, but the yeah. defense is just bad. But I think, every, I think I mean, they're expecting it. That's I why they call them. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I don't even think it's, like, angry. and Like, I don't know how you got I, – I, Blake, I don't know. Maybe – I'm not even, like, angry anymore. I'm just more, like, just – Disappointed. I'm not mad. Yeah. It's like my dad. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm just yeah. disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. the potential was there to be so much better. And this yes. is just trash. I actually, but. I told uh, Josh this uh, when uh, Cade York missed the field goal, I turned around and high fived a guy because I thought they made it. Because <laughs> from my seats, my seats are pretty much like 40 yard line, but up. So we got the ball off and I was like, done. Did it. Well, you also had a little bit of libations. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, who wasn't? I was in there with 64,000 people that were doing the same, you know, just living the dream. So what else we got here? Well, we can go back to sad game talk. Oh. <laughs> Mike, Mike sent this voicemail in. Yeah, so let's talk about that last game. Um, it was a joke, to say the least. <laughs> um, I knew we were going to get our butts kicked by Justin Herbert, but it was just a disgrace. Per usual, um, the the Browns beat the Browns. Let's talk about firing Joe Woods. Let's make sure Jacoby knows how to run a touchdown and not just throw a pick. And, uh, yeah, hopefully next week is another factory of sadness. All right, guys, take care. Thanks. (laughs) Go you know, I don't think just Justin Herbert really. No, didn't, I, that's didn't what I was going to say. Shred us, but no. he didn't have to. He had no. less passing yards than Jacoby. He averaged less yards per pass than Jacoby, and he had the same amount of touchdowns. Jacoby had an eighty point eight QBR. Uh, Justin Herbert had a forty point six QBR. The I big mean, difference he, was Jacoby threw the pick. Yep. He just didn't have to because Correct. the the game script is out there. If you want to beat the Browns. Hand it off. Just I mean, hand it off. Just a little fantasy advice: If anybody you got going against the Browns, fire them up. Yeah, one starters, backups, RB one, practice or squad RB2. guys. Yep. yep, just good to go. Put them in. You're going to get ten plus. Yep. <laughs> Which I, I want to get into Jacoby, but I think we have a couple more that mention him. Right? 
Yeah, here's uh, Brad. Okay. Brad called in to talk a little bit about Jacoby. Jacoby Brissett seems to have a uh, record of throwing interceptions um, at the times we most need him for some odd reason. I mean, even Staley tried to give us away the game to get the field goal, and we still couldn't get it. Uh, apparently, we don't have a defense, or we just don't have a defensive coordinator. I don't know what to say. That was uh, Mr. Moneymaker again. For that was very Patreon. short and sweet. Well, I know what the some odd reason why he's throwing the picks in, in the money time. Yeah. He's a backup. Yes. He's a backup quarterback. He's a career journeyman backup quarterback. He was not paid to come here and win games in the last minute of the game. Correct. Yep. That was what we paid Sean Watson to do if we have, if we have to do that. By the way, you guys want to hear something funny? Of course. No. Since 2019, <laughs> the Chargers are 2-14 and 14 in games they trailed by at least 14 points. They're 2-0 oh. and 0 against the Browns and 0-14 oh and against all the other teams in that situation. Well, we had the same kind of stat. <laughs> Fiasco against the Jets. Mm. Uh, <laughs> this terrible. never happens to anybody except the Browns. Yep. Uh, so, do we have any more about Jacoby? I want to because I do have some stuff I want to touch on in him, but I, I don't uh, want to have to repeat myself for the next five voicemails. No, I, we'll just play Phil's voicemail here real quick. I, I can't remember if he talked about Jacoby or not. What's up, guys? Phil down here in Bungles Country. <laughs> uh, we definitely bungled the game today. Um, I wasn't a caller earlier, but I was too angry. I and mean, you'd be bleeping about everything I said. <laughs> um, defense is trash, straight trash. I don't even know where to begin there. Uh, Joe Woods obviously needs to go, but you can't do that yet. Who the hell is going to replace him? Jacoby Brissett played well until that final uh, interception. Uh, obviously, it wasn't a final interception, but you know what I mean. He, he could have ran for that. He could have gotten the first down or at least been close, and we would never have gotten the situation where Katie York has kicked a 50 damn yard field goal and he missed both. Like I thought we got a kicker in the fourth round because he was good. I'm ready to <laughs> replace him it. already. Just Browns being Browns again. <laughs> I feel your pain, bro. <laughs> uh, so the, a lot of people have talked about Jacoby and a lot of people on Twitter. I was getting into with them on there about Jacoby. They're, they're saying I have people saying he's not been an upgrade over Baker, which to me is, that's crazy. Laughable. Why did somebody try to say, look at their first five game stats? Baker's stats were actually better. At this season? The, uh, no. Or so year. Baker's first okay. five last year versus Jacoby's first five this year. Well, okay. one, look at the overall offense. Our efficiency this year is a million times better. Correct. Yes. Okay. Second of all, Baker's first five games last year were inflated by ch- the Chiefs and the Chargers. The Chiefs games, he got all of his yards on. They were one of the worst defenses in the history of the NFL the first five weeks last year. And those two games that he had a lot of yards, he had a chance to win the game on the last drive and through picks. And then the other three games that he won, because he was was three and two, the defense bailed out his terrible play. He was bad against the uh, Texans, bad against the Bears, and awful against the Vikings. So miss me with this, Jacoby isn't an upgrade over Baker. If you're watching these games and you don't think the offense is better with Jacoby Brissett, just stop watching football. <laughs> just stop. Because you 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 clearly don't know what you're watching. Um, two, Jacoby Brissett was not brought here to lead game-winning drives. We are supposed to be leaning on a top-five defense. Yes, th- I'm not giving him a pass. The, the, the interception yesterday was terrible. He shouldn't have thrown it. That being said, he gave us the lead in that game so many times. Yeah. Jacoby played – he out-QBR'd and outpassed Justin freaking Herbert yesterday. And you're going to tell me he's the reason we lost? Stop. 
He's a backup quarterback. He's a journeyman quarterback. We should not be asking him to be Superman for us. He is supposed to be here to lean on the run and lean on a top five defense and just not lose us the games. You're going to get untimely interceptions when we're asking him to go outside himself and do something that for his entire career we know he is not capable of doing. We, we're not supposed to be asking him to go win his football games. That's what we talked about all offseason leading up to this year was, you know, Deshaun's going to be out. So we just need Jacoby to go in there and not make turnovers. Our defense will, you know, secure the game, and we just need to do what we need to do and get out with a win. Well, offensively, that's what we're doing. Yep. The defensive side of the equation is not holding up its end of the bargain. And that's, like you just said, that's why Jacoby has to go out there and try to be you know, put on his best to Sean Watson. He, and it, I'm it just doesn't work. I'm pretty sure he's like top seven QBR this year. Uh, he's or at least top ten. Well. Six. Yeah. Six. So yep. you mean to tell me yeah, this guy's top six in QBR? And other than the three picks late in the games, which all these games we had leads in. Yeah. He shouldn't have been out there in the final minute and a half trying to throw his way well, most of the time with no timeouts. Again, I, he's a professional quarterback. You don't want him to throw picks. But – if you expected to bring Jacoby in and to lean on him for game-winning drives in the final, then you're an idiot. What what backup on a, any other team is going to come in and be number six in QBR like Jacoby is? I mean, right. he's putting up statistics. I mean, a, a, of an average starting quarterback in the yeah. NFL, not just a backup, a, a, a top ten. I mean, yeah, he's, I, he's been playing really, really now. Like, don't get me wrong, like the offense works well because he has Nick Chubb, he has Kareem Hunt, he has. Amari Cooper and Joku. But so did if, Baker. Right. But if you would have told me at the beginning of the year, hey, we're going to go out there and we're going to score pretty much above 25 most games, I would have been like, oh, wow. We're, we're winning games. Yeah. Did Deshaun Watson didn't get suspended for 11 games. He's it, We're settling it next year, I guess. He's playing all the games. I mean, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. Like you said, the interceptions – are super untimely and it sucks because we that's what we wanted this year out of him is a guy that wasn't going to make those mistakes i think that's why everybody soured on baker so quickly is because in the big moment he made those mistakes but like you said he's a backup quarterback what more do you want from him i mean seriously what more if you would have told me he's going to go toe-to-toe with the chargers i'd have said you're crazy our defense is going to shut them down if we're going to win that game nope Ooh. Are the Dallas Cowboys asking Cooper Rush to go out there and win them football games yeah. right now? No, they're leaning on their defense and their run game. And Cooper Cooper Rush completed 10 passes yesterday, and they beat the Rams. Yep. If Jacoby would have only completed 10 passes yesterday, we would have gotten murdered. Annihilated. Yep. So, miss me. Jacoby is not the Browns starter. That's a, a thing I got into. With He's like, he's starting for the Browns right now. That doesn't make him the Browns starter. He's playing in place of the starter, of the suspended starter. He is not the Browns starting quarterback. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. He is the backup quarterback. Is Teddy Bridgewater the starter for the Dolphins? No, Tua is. Don't be dumb, people. <laughs> Stop being stupid. I know. It's... It's frustrating. We got some more. I don't know how many more of these voicemails do you want to? Let's just do. Them. Let's just do one more. If we if we didn't get to your voicemail, I'm really really sorry. But we try to keep the episodes at like the hour, and I feel like we got so many that uh, we'd be here for like three. Yeah. Uh, so um, if we did, so keep you, leaving them, and we'll we'll get to them eventually on episodes. Do you want a positive one to just kind of wrap it up with a keep your heads up kind of? 
Yes. Go ahead. What's the other one? <laughs> so, this is this is from Riley called in about this. What's up, Browns fans? This is Riley from Marysville. It's been about an hour since the final score posted. Um, obviously a dis- disappointing loss, but you know, I think we're on the cusp of being a pretty solid team. Uh, I thought it was pretty ironic. We went up 14 points, and as you guys said on last week's pod, we give up the big play, and there comes the 80-yard run by Eckler. That stuff's got to be cut out. The margin of error with this team is just so razor thin right now. Um, you just can't have plays like that. Cade's got to put the points up, but he's a rookie. You know, uh, it, It's just tough. I think we're in for a lot of games that are going to be tough like this. Um, but you know, I, I thought overall the team played pretty well. Um, you know, they just ran into a good team. I think we'll be fine. You know, we got to keep our heads up high. Uh, defense has got to play a little better. Miles has got to get involved. We got to figure something out to get him involved on some plays. He's been pretty, uh, absent in the past rush of the past few games. So, you know, I think we have the potential right now. We're a middle of the road team. Um, we'll get there. Keep your heads up keep pounding okay well Riley, we appreciate your optimism (laughs) Uh, i think i'm gonna say i'm gonna change up i think the defense needs to play a lot better yep not just a little better um and i know that Cade's a rookie but you got i mean you've been doing one thing since probably like fourth grade you got to make your kicks justin tucker came in as a rookie was great evan mcpherson last year for the Bengals came in and was great i mean we drafted you in the fourth round we brought no competition in whatsoever over the summer you were the only kicker we even had eyes on. Yep. Make your kicks. Yep. And I don't know, you said we just ran into a tough team. Well, we're about to run into a bunch more. <laughs> oh, yep. That's all so, we got coming up. So we got to get it figured out quick. Again, I understand where you're coming from in terms of like we fought them to the end. Mm-hmm. But man, that might be like a good, that's good for my seventh grade football team. But for my Browns, like this is a, this is a, a winner loss league. I will say the one thing that I do, I am concerned about is how many of these last minute, you know, close game losses, heartbreaks. Can we endure before the morale starts to go out the door? Guys start getting chirpy, you know, yeah, because there's no leadership on the defense. Exactly. So, you know, the, I know we say, Oh, well they played well, you know, we can carry that in the next week. Well, mate, what if they carry in the negative? Like, Oh, we just blew another lead. You know, we were going to win that. That's why I think the defensive coordinator needs to go. Yeah. I think At so. some point, like you need a different voice. You need a spark and the players, in my opinion, like it's, it's obvious. They're not fe- they're not picking up what he's putting down. No, not at all. So just get a different voice in the only- because at some point they're just going to be like they're going to quit playing for him, and then the season's done. Yeah. So um, we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. We don't want to be too long winded on these things. We like to try to keep them around an hour. Again, if we didn't get to your voicemail, I apologize. We want to try to get to as many as we can. But then you know, as you see, you guys. Uh, voicemail us then we get fired up about your voicemail <laughs> and we start going on rants um it's a lot of fun getting all your guys' uh, feedback about the game so we appreciate that please don't stop don't get discouraged if yours didn't get on the show i promise it will get on the show if you just keep leaving them we will get to yours um and if you if you're looking for more stuff like that join the dogs become a patreon member yeah. You can drop stuff like that to us pretty much 24-7. I'm on the Discord all the time. So uh, if you want a bit more access to us, check that out. But, again, pl- keep pl- uh, leaving us the voicemails. Makes these episodes way more fun, more therapeutic. 
hearing from all you guys. I know I'm not the only one out here just like depressed. So it's good to hear from you guys from uh, all around. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, thank you for being here. Make sure you guys tune in in a few days when we drop our Patriots episode preview. And uh, if you want another extra episode this week, join the dogs.com, become a dog pack member, check out the after hours episode. Until then, we will see you guys later. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.